Do you ever wonder why we worship the way we do? Why churches are run the way they are? And why on earth do we still trust the Bible as the word of God? Join us as we study church history, as we study the Bible, and as we study just a little bit of everything in between. Welcome to Back in the Day with Pastor Clay. Welcome to Back in the Day with Pastor Clay, and this podcast is going to encompass a lot of things. We're going to talk about a lot of church history, we're going to talk about the Bible, and we're going to talk about how it still affects us today. You know, there are several things throughout history, uh, even major historical events that are still significant and impact us today. And so I love church history. If you've gotten to know me any amount of time, you know that I love history in general, uh, particularly history surrounding the Reformation, uh, because I am so familiar with that age historically because of my college background. Uh, I know a lot about the historical part of that, a lot about the historical, uh, societal part of that time period. And so a lot of my expertise is in that. And so this year I wanted to kind of broaden my horizons. And so, uh, I've been asked to continue, uh, a podcast where we were putting out a podcast every single day. We're going to focus on a weekly podcast here. So they'll be a little bit longer, uh, but they'll also contain a significant amount more of depth. Well, that's a good intro to what we plan on talking about in this podcast. And so without further ado, uh, let's dive into today's topic. And that topic is what would you do if you had to stand for the truthfulness of the Bible? What would you do if you were faced with that decision? On July 28th, of 1881, John Gresham Machen was born. And Gresham was a Presbyterian reformist and in the midst of a major uh, upheaval, he really came to reform a lot of liberal thought. He grew up in a very well-educated, well-to-do Presbyterian background in Baltimore. He majored in classics like John Hopkins University. He graduated first of his class in 1901, and he then entered the graduate program. And after one year, he enrolled in Princeton Seminary. Following his graduation in 1905, he studied in Germany for a year and then returned to Princeton Seminary as a professor uh, of the New Testament studies in, in 1906. Uh, Gratian was known for his serious research and his scholarly writings on, on various New, Ta- uh, New Testament subjects. He became known for his defense of conservative theology, especially the authority of Scripture. He published a book known as Christianity and Liberalism in 1923, and he became a nationally recognized figure because of it. He maintained that liberalism was not a variety of Christianity, but instead was a different religion entirely. He said that liberalism applies to man's will, while Christianity announces first a gracious act of God. 
He argued that historical Christianity had always been rooted in the saving acts of Christ's death and resurrection, whereas liberal uh, Protestantism reduced Christianity to a set of general religious principles regarding the moral teachings of Jesus. It's because of these beliefs that, that Gratian became a controversial figure at Princeton Seminary, even within his own Presbyterian denomination. Uh, these institutions were beginning to shift toward a more theological stance. In fact, Princeton's drift into liberalism was heartbreaking for Gratian. He fought hard to keep the seminary committed to the creeds of the original Presbyterian church, but they were so desperate and so wanting to abandon all conservatism for this liberal mindset. And in it was a losing battle. Princeton officially recognized in 1929 a more inclusive theological curriculum. You see, we look at this today and wonder how our world has become so liberal. It's nothing new. This is something that has been happening even since the early church fathers, as Paul was addressing and saying that there were those who were trying to add in false gospels into the message. Machen would leave Princeton and found Westminster Theological Seminary, and he would add that this institution was to stand for theological orthodoxy. Machen, uh, Gresham continued to fight liberalism within the, the Presbyterian Church, and in 1933, he helped form the Conservative Independent Board of the Presbyterian Foreign Missions. And he did this in order to counteract the liberalism that was infiltrating just the Presbyterianism. Now, Gresham is known well within the Presbyterian uh, doctrine, but we have so much that we can learn out of this for ourselves. You see, he played a central role in founding the Presbyterian Church of America, which was separated from the USA Presbyterians. And while speaking in Bismarck in North uh, Dakota in 1936, Gresham came down with pneumonia and he continued preaching even though he was very sick. And finally, in the midst of him preaching, he was hospitalized and a friend visited him on New Year's Eve and he told him about the, the glorious vision that he had had of, of Gresham in the hospital. And then Gresham would die on January 1st, 1937. In the acts of church history, Gratian may not stand amongst the ranks of Spurgeon and Luther, but he stood up for what he believed was the absolute truth in the, the word of God in the Bible. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 says that, yes, by God's grace, Jesus tasted death for everyone in the world. And it was only that that God who made everything and for whom everything was made, that he should bring his children unto glory. Through the suffering of Jesus, God made him a perfect leader, one fit to bring him to their salvation. You see, Gratian was a man who stood for the authority of God's word. As we look today, how does this apply to us today? You see, we've lost a lot of the authority of God's word. In fact, when we look at a lot of the struggle of sin in our lives, it comes as a direct result of man's rebellion against the authority of God's word. We have fallen into the trap that so many have that the serpent has spoken as surely God did not mean. 
and we take God's word and we twist it and we mix it and we make it our own thing and say, well, surely God did not mean that sin is sin. But the reality is that the Bible tells us that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God did not change. Man's interpretation has not truly changed. But what has truly changed is man's heart and interpretation. You see, what happens is we eisegete into scripture our opinions and our, our culture and our theology and take out of it whatever we want it to say. You know, that is one of the most dangerous things that was happening in the Bible was people taking the word of God and twisting it just as Satan did when he tempted Jesus in Matthew chapter four. So the question then comes to, will you stand on the truthfulness of the Bible? How will you respond? How will you respond to Gresham's statement that liberalism appeals to man's will while Christianity announces a gracious act of God? Liberalism is here. Even within our Southern Baptist, it is becoming more and more prevalent as churches and as people and as, as people, uh, pastors are trying to reconcile sin into lives instead of repenting of sin. We have so many things in our lives that we try to reconcile, but sin should never be one of them. We should repent of sin. Hope you've had a wonderful week. And as we dive into history together, I hope this has been beneficial to you just to learn a little bit about people throughout history that have made major impacts in the church. Hope you have a wonderful day and we will see you all next week.